We'd like to welcome everybody in the Lord's house this evening. What a blessing it is uh, to be back in church. And uh, I appreciate the services that were had even when we were gone. We listened to them, and boy, they blessed me. And uh, I appreciate God blessing the church for those good meetings. And I appreciate him blessing us to be back tonight. Good to see everybody. Glad to have each one that's here. Glad to have each visitor. We especially want to thank the Lord for our good friends, Murphy and Betty Buell for being here with us tonight. I was just thinking earlier today, uh, Murphy and Betty, Linda and I, have been on the journey together a long time. And uh, they're dear to us, and we thank the Lord for being here. And I've been asking Murphy and telling him, when you get a chance, I'd like for you to come, I'd like for you to preach for us. And so let's really pray. I'm looking forward to him preaching tonight. And so let's just really pray for this service, that God just take it and use it and uh, uplift us and bless us. God knows what we need tonight. And so have a scripture I'd like to read in the <clears throat> book of Matthew, of the 6th chapter, the 18th and 19th verses. And this is talking about where the real riches is, the real treasure. Listen to what it says. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And so, more you can depend on the treasures you got in the Lord. Let's stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for blessing us to be back here tonight. Thank you for each one that's come this way tonight, God. And Lord, I thank you for even the joy and, and the blessing that I felt in fellowship even before uh, church began to start. And God, we thank you for each one that's here, and again, especially for Murphy and Betty that's come. God, I pray for this service tonight, God, that you just take it and use it and help us to be in the center of your will, God. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for all these things and these blessings in Jesus' name, and amen. And so just be seated and we'll turn our over to the choir.
page 295. Page 295.
I really appreciate those songs. And you're down here a lot of uncertainties and a lot of decisions to make and move this way or move that way. Move and wish you hadn't. <laughs> move this way and wish you'd move that way. One of these days, I'm going to make the last move. It's not one I have to decide on. It's already fixed. And I'm looking forward to it. And it suits me better than anything in this world. And I'm glad we've got a place to go called heaven. And uh, I was just talking about it recently with some folks. And uh, Brother Denny and I, earlier today on the phone, were talking about it. And we both agreed that uh, there's a whole lot about heaven we don't know. We also both agreed that it's going to suit us 100% because it's going to be all right. And uh, let's all stand for just a moment. <clears throat> if you've got unspoken prayer requests, just show up raising your hand. A lot of those along the house, around the house. Now, if you've got something on your heart that you'd like to mention for prayer or testimony, say what's on your heart. Anybody that's got anything, feel free to do that. Again, let's pray for Murphy tonight that God just make preaching easy for him and give him great liberty. Let's pray for the lost. Well, I'm telling you, we'd like to see somebody get saved tonight. And uh, we got a lot of lost, uh, many of which are not here, uh, but let's pray for all them too. And uh, let's just keep praying. Let's just, just pray and pray and pray, not give up. We've got a great crowd tonight. Thank the Lord for everybody that's come this way. Anything else before we pray? Right. All right. Remember that. Yeah, man. Well, that's a great prayer request right there. Really pray for uh, Neil's dad. Any others? Houston, everybody else going to camp. Amen. Next month and uh, team yep. meeting. I yep. really like for us all to be right in the center of God's will as we have. Amen. But that's got right. A lot of burdens that are. Planning on attending those two things and I'd Amen. Like to see Amen. That's a great prayer request. And you probably have noticed, if you've been on a journey long, you probably noticed as I have. Anything we start to do for the Lord, even if you if you start to have revival, uh, Satan will try to throw some things in there to discourage you or get your mind off of it or distress you. He does the same thing at church camp. He, he does the same thing with service on Wednesday night or Sunday morning. And and Paul recognized that, and he said, when I would go to do good, evil's present. And when I try to do something for the Lord, the devil's getting in my way. So along with what Jeremy said, just uh, saying amen to what his request was, let's really pray for church camp. Uh, anybody else? If not, we'll ask Carl and Billy to lead us in prayer.
the Lord for the prayer I felt the Lord praying and I felt the Lord listening to other folks praying good to be here tonight uh, whoever would feel like uh, singing tonight want to ask you just come sing what's on your heart and again I appreciate the choir singing tonight too but uh, if you got a, a song on your heart to sing now won't you just come sing what's on your heart obey the Lord who'd have a song Anybody? Follow your heart. I'm not going to tarry too long. I'm going to give you plenty of time. If you got a song, I'll surely share it, sing it, remind the Lord. If not, are we going to turn over to our preaching brother here pretty quickly? Uh, certainly looking forward to hearing Brother Murphy preach. Been uh, uh, longing for him to come this way and uh, been a while since he's been here and uh, I just uh, well I just thank the Lord for him alright if everybody's got a song I want you to really pray pray right out of the depths of your heart and uh, listen and pray Brother Murphy come on Well, it's certainly good to be back with you again. And we look forward and always love to be with Brother Terry and Sister Landon and be with the church. Yeah. We're glad to be with you. And we're just thankful the Lord's been good to us on the journeys we've had. And Brother Wade Parton said to me one time, he said, now, Brother Murphy, he said, preaching is like... Uh, like a carpenter. And I said, oh, yeah. And he said, I said, really? I said, how's that? He said, well, a carpenter is always trying to drive a nail, trying to hit it on the head. said, he don't do it every time. He said, that's why preaching is, so we're trying to hit it on the head, but we ain't doing it every time. Uh, I always thought a lot about that, how true it is, you know. We can't do enough good things for the Lord. And so we covet his prayers. We do our best to hold Jesus up for a few minutes. We'll not probably stand too long. We leave that up to the Lord. And we're going to talk a little out of the book of Matthew, chapter 24, if someone's following with me. And we do covet his prayers. Uh, you know, we've been up and down, been a little under the weather, and, and doing a little better than it was, so we uh, we'll do our best and talk a little about what Jesus done. Oh, Jesus has been good to us. Now think about uh, Jesus made it possible to be able to go to heaven. 
And uh, Jesus has done a lot for us. We haven't done too much for him. But I think about sometimes if we would stop and think what God done for us. He gave his son that we could have eternal life. And now he wants to know what you're going to give him. He'd like to have your life. He'd like to have your soul. And so when you start and think how much God did and how much he's given us, we ought to be able to do something for him. So we coach your prayer for a few minutes, chapter 24 in the book of Matthew, verse 1. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye all these things, verily I say unto you, Thou shalt not be left sure one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Oliver, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Don't you listen to what the, the, he, they had took him to show him the temple, yeah. 100%. Now, uh, according to the history of the man we had as God when I was over, he said that they only had five t- times that they have it recorded that Jesus was in Jerusalem. Now, he said, that don't mean he's the only time he was here, he, but that's the only time we have a record five times. And I thought about that when I read this scripture. They wanted to show Jesus the temple, but he knew all about it already. He knew every stone and everything. And so, and, and so as he said, not verse 3, and as he set up on the Mount of Olives, the sophomore came to him privately saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and shall what be the signs of thy coming and of the end of the world? So they asked him about three things, see, about the destruction of the temple, about what uh, things he's going to do, and about the end of the world. They had three questions that they asked him. And, and so uh, we all like to know all we can about Jesus, but I'm glad I know enough to repent once. Sunday morning when he called. And so uh, uh, God did. He loves us. And, and, and we can't do nothing without God. You'll never make heaven without him. And, and if you want to please God, please, please his son and hold him up. And, and God will be happy. And I need go down in that verse 4. Jesus answered and said unto them, uh, Take heed that nobody, uh, no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And when you think about it, you think, well, how would anybody want to play like they was Christ when they was not? But Jesus said they would do it, and they do. And he goes on, and you shall hear of wars, rumors of war. He said, I see these things, rumors of war, and that you be not, uh, and you be not troubled, for thus shall must come to pass that the end is not yet. So he's a telling them now, he's saying, sure, when it's happened, uh, that's not the end of the destruction of the temple. And he's letting them know. He said, but he goes down in verse 7, nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. 
and there shall be famines and pistons and earthquakes and divers plagues, and all these things are the beginning of sorrow. And so God knows that there'd be a lot of troubles in this life and world, and they still are. And we don't know how much we're going to have to go through yet and what it's going to be like. But we better make sure we got Jesus on our side. And so there's, cause there's always troubles. And he said, all these are the beginning of sorrow. Uh, Jesus knew that there was trouble coming and there'd be sorrow. And at verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you shall be hated for all nations for my name's sake. And so Jesus uh, is telling the disciples, uh, boy, you're going to be afflicted uh, many ages and uh, be done bad. And you're going, to, uh, you're going to have to suffer for my name's sake. Uh, and so uh, uh, you'd be surprised today uh, uh, how many people they are at uh, uh, don't trust in Jesus and believe in Him. Uh, uh, they don't want to have, have nothing to do with Him. Uh, uh, and they don't like to have friends uh, that have Jesus. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that some of us love Jesus uh, uh, more than any other thing. Uh, uh, God's a great man uh, and His Son. Uh, and the Bible says uh, uh, God's a spirit. Uh, uh, and so uh, uh, God talks to us through us spirit. I, even when Jesus was back I baptized I, around the river of Jordan. I, I, the Bible says I, I, the Spirit of God spoke in heaven and said, This is my beloved Son I, in whom I well pleased. I, and God was pleased I, I, with what the church was doing. I, and old John the Baptist, I, and I want to tell you tonight, I, if you please God, I, I obey His Son I, and He'll be satisfied with you. Yeah. And so he's letting them know you'll be hated for all nations for my name's sake. And they ain't going to like you because you're serving God and because you like him. And down in verse 10 he said, And then shall many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Boy, Jesus has given them a clear warning and given us a warning. I, I, I will never be loved because of the world. The world is what upsets things. He said many false prophets shall arise. They want to deceive people. They want to make them think there's something that they're not. And God is already warning. And I'm glad God has given us a spirit. And we know them. I serve God in the spirit and in the truth. And we're thankful tonight that we've got a God that lets us know what's right and what's wrong. And let us know who's trying to hold up his son and who's not. Yeah. And he said in that verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Boy, when iniquity takes over, boy, he said, uh, and takes control, uh, he said, and many 
I shall take those on just because the iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold. But in sin is what's separating our world today and separating God's people. But he that endureth unto the end, how the same shall be saved. And I get what Jesus is talking about here. And he said that the Roman soldiers, they'll be coming after a while. But if you can endure that war and battle and make it to the end, you can be saved. God is telling us to trust in his son. And he's a warning us how there's trouble down the road. And I'm glad that when it does come, I want to have Jesus on my side. And today, you need to ask Jesus to be with you and to help you. Yeah. And so now, but he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. He said, and then shall the end come. Boy, he's telling them how the gospel is going to be, has to be preached in all the world. Now the gospel is God's son. Uh, Jesus, uh, and as long as there's time, uh, I believe God will have some uh, uh, preaching and telling the old story uh, about God's Son. Uh, and so he's uh, telling them here uh, that this is going to take place. Uh, but if you do endure to the end, you shall be saved. Uh, he said, when, when you therefore I shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Uh, he said, I stand in the holy place, and whosoever readeth, let him understand. And God's telling you and I, we need to, when we read God's word, we need to understand it. And I ain't ashamed. And I've asked God many times to help me understand something. And God is able to do it. I knew one time I was going to need to treat some in a place. And there were some words I didn't know how to pronounce. And I slipped out and talked to God. And said, God, if you'll help me with it, I'll do it. And I'm glad when the time come, God let me know how to pronounce them. God, God is able to help us. That's what I want you to realize. And if you're here today, and if you've never been saved, you are to make your way uh, uh, down to all the repentance uh, and ask God to come into your life and save you. Uh, and God said, uh, and if you die in your sins, uh, uh, where I am, you cannot come. Uh, uh, but go down with all nations uh, uh, that forget God. Uh, and I tell you today, uh, you are to know the road where you're on and where you're going. Yeah. And now, then, in that verse 16, we may read verse 15. When you therefore shall see, we read that, and that's verse 16. Let him which be in Judea flee unto the mountain. Let him which is upon the housetop 
he's saying, not come down to take anything out of the house. So he's uh, telling them about the destruction is coming. The Roman soldiers is coming. And so he said, that's why he said, let him wish be on the housetop. Let him flee into the mountains. And let him which is in the housetop not come down to take anything of the house. Neither let him which is in the field I'll return back to take his clothes. And so see Jesus now, the question they're asking, and Jesus was telling them what to do. Our trouble is down the road. You ain't got time to go home if you're working in the field and get up no stuff. I'll flee into the mountain for your life. I, and buddy, I'm glad that God likes to take us up on the mountain. I, a lot of times he takes his disciples. I, and he said, this stone's take you away for a little bit. I, and he slip away into the mountain I, I, with them. I, and he can teach them some things. I, and that's where God is today. Uh, if we'll go with him, uh, uh, God will teach us some things. Uh, that's what he'll do. Uh, and he's telling them, uh, and don't turn back, take any clothes. And verse 19, and woe unto them that are with child, unto them that are with, he said, and unto them that give us suck in those days. So Lady Jesus is telling them, uh, boy, when it comes, uh, as if you've got a child, uh, if you're in a family way, a uh, woe be unto you. Why? Because you can't move fast enough uh, to get away from that army. A uh, woe. Uh, and I like what he said. A uh, woe unto them that with child and, and them that will give suck in those days. And notice in verse 20, he said, But pray you uh, that you fly be not in the winter or on the seventh day. And so Jesus said, Tell them, uh, uh, there's two things you can pray for. Uh, pray for that this don't happen in the winter time, and pray that it's not on the seventh day. Uh, uh, why? Because uh, uh, you only could go uh, uh, two miles on the first day of the week uh, uh, without breaking the law. And he died. No, I wouldn't let them flee. Uh, he said to them, uh, and let them know. Uh, and so you can pray. Uh, and uh, what if you got into the mountain uh, in the winter time, uh, but you didn't have no extra clothes, or uh, uh, you didn't have food, you had to get out right together. Uh, and Jesus is saying, uh, uh, there's too bad times. Uh, uh, you can hope and pray uh, uh, that it don't happen on the seventh day or uh, in the winter. Pray, you see. Jesus is always trying to give us help, guiding us in the right direction. And down in verse 28 and 24, he says, But then shall be great tribulation, such was not since the beginning of the world, even unto this time. And no, no, never shall be. Our Jesus said, This is the roughest that they've ever had when they come, these Roman soldiers. Now, I was reading a little history once about, about Jerusalem. and about their temple, and, and according to what that history book was, said I was reading, uh, it said the temple was destroyed uh, somewhere or another between uh, in the 1600 and 70. I said it was destroyed, and it said the old, uh, uh, the old leader over the uh, over them over our wife. He'd give them a charge. When you go in there and take over the temple, 
He said to them, uh, don't tear nothing down. That's a nice building. It's well dry. It's got a lot of value things in it. Uh, just take the soldiers and all the people, uh, but don't do no destruction. But while they was fighting, uh, they said there was fire broke out in it, uh, according to history, and it burned. It burned. Uh, and when it did, I tried, he said to them, uh, you've done this. The damage is done now. Uh, go in there and take every stone off the top of another. I uh, don't leave no stone, uh, one laying upon another, and he said. Now God had told them, uh, there'll not be one, you see. Already give the warning. And, uh, he said, exercise those days, should, I uh, should be, except those days should be shortened. Uh, thou shall, no flesh be saved, uh, but for the elect's sake, uh, those days shall be shortened. And so Jesus tells them, uh, uh, the old Satan, uh, he'll kill everybody if he has his way. He'll destroy everyone unless I shorten the days of this war. And so he shortened the days. Uh, and some did make it and escaped. Uh, uh, then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, I uh, believe it not. Uh, for thou shalt arise these false Christs and false prophets and shall shew great signs and wonders and so much if it were possible uh, they see the very elect. And so uh, God uh, tell them uh, if it's any way possible for Satan uh, uh, he'll deceive ye. Uh, uh, he'll deceive the very elect of uh, them that know God. So you can imagine what he could do though uh, that's not saved. Uh, uh, he will deceive them. Uh, he don't want you to get saved. Uh, and God's wanting you to, uh, to get saved. Uh, uh, God's wanting us to trust in His Son uh, and believe what Jesus done. Uh, and He died for your sins. Uh, uh, died for my sins. Uh, and Isaiah said, uh, and hell is beneath, and she's enlarged its borders, and it's moving up to meet you at your coming. Yeah, so every day, of your life if you don't know Jesus. Well, today, you're one day closer to hell than you was yesterday. Boy, it's a scary thing about it. And God is doing His best. He wants His people to get saved. He's coming back after a while. And now then, down in verse 26, Therefore, if you shall say, if he shall, I say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he's in the secret chamber, believe it not. For this is the beginning of, and out of the earth, and, and, and he said, for, for, get this just right, for as the light cometh out of the east and shineth unto the west, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man. But he's a coming back. He, ain't, uh, he didn't go to heaven to stay. He's a coming back to get her. What did he talked about? Yeah. He said he permitted a comparison to the lightning. How uh, you let light go, it just goes across the earth. It's over with. And he said, that's what it's going to be with the Son of Man. He'll come out of the east of shining uh, all the way to the west. And one place the Bible said, he'd gather up his elect up from the four corners. Uh, and everyone is saved. And everyone knows God. Uh, God will get every one of us that belongs to him. But how about you? Do you belong to him? And for... For, for whether the ever 
the carcass is, there the eagles shall be gathered. And immediately after these, this tribulation of these days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give its light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the power of heaven shall be broken. Also, we're going to come together and come to a close. And we want to urge you. Jesus says, things he was telling them has taken place, you see. And he's coming back, how to get us. And so, how will it be with you? Jesus loved us so much, he died for our sin. And he gave his life. If you're not saved, what have you got to give Jesus? Have you ever given control of your life? That's what he wants you to trust. What he said that did on Calvary, and he'll save everyone that comes unto him. He said, all that come unto me, he said, I'll in no wise cast out. We're going to ask you to come get us a song. We're going to ask Brother Terry to come stand with us. We'll stand, we'll sing, and we'll pray. And if you've never trusted Jesus, you need to come. Put your trust in what Jesus done. That'll take you to heaven. Now, you know, I was thinking about when I got saved. I remember that, that Sunday morning, they prayed about three times with me. Yeah. I wasn't getting satisfied. The first, third time, the pastor said, do you want to pray with you again, Brother Murphy? I said, yeah, I do. Oh, I just couldn't think, imagine. And I went that far and didn't go all the way with Jesus. Yeah. And I wanted to go all the way with him. And when I was praying, I never forget my prayer praise. I said, God, if I die and go to hell, I go by believing that your son died for my sin. Boy, just like that, he saved me. And I felt so good. And that burden that rolled away, I knew that was heaven bound. Now, God may be somebody else. He wants you to be heaven bound tonight. And right here is a good place to get it. Come give us good pastor your hand. While we sing, would you come? How about it today? Would you come tonight? As God said, Oh, sinner, I'm waiting on you. If you could see as God sees, He'd have His arms out waiting on you. Lord to put them around you and pull you into His bosom. How about it today? Why not today? There's never a better time to trust Jesus and when he's a moving. Would you come today? And if you don't get satisfied, and nobody's going to try to trick you or talk you into something, you can go back and take your seat. And the next time God calls, don't give up. Keep counting. Keep pressing on. God's offering eternal life. Do you want it? It's a free gift. How about it today? How about it? Would you come tonight? Oh, be saved tonight. Brother Terry, go ahead.
obey the Lord. If God's calling you, you need to come. thankful to get to hear Brother Murphy preach again. I thank God for him and love him. Appreciate him coming and being here, standing for us. My thoughts, I want to show you and share some of my thoughts that connects with what he said and what he preached. And I'd heard him tell that before and always touches my heart that last time he prayed, Lord, if I go to hell, I'm going to go to hell believing that Christ died for me. And my words were a little different, but I came to the same point. I thought about that verse about the same that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved uh, to the end of his strength. When I was a lost boy, I'd come to the altar about six times before I ever got saved, come the sixth time. Even after I'd come that sixth time, I'd prayed and prayed and I tried to pray a good prayer and I tried to promise God so many things. But I came to a point and I realized there's nothing I can do. I can't do it. And you've heard me tell this many times. I came to the point and I said, Lord, I've done all I can do. I've said everything I could say and promised everything I promised. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm going to die and go to hell. I come to the end of everything that was me, and when I put my trust in, in Jesus, that's when God saved my soul. And uh, I thought about even all that destruction. I thought about from a spiritual standpoint in my own life when destruction was in my soul. And when Satan was trying to talk me out of coming to Jesus and when the battle was raging, the devil said, uh, just uh, get out of the church house. Uh, don't go to the altar tonight. Just go home. I didn't have time to go home. I needed to flee to the mountain. And when I come to the holy mountain of God, and that's when I trusted Jesus and uh, got to the end of my strength and I got saved. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, you need to get saved. If you're here tonight and You've been saved. If you're not serving God like you should, it's time to get in. We need to be on fire. I'd like from saying one more song. If you're here tonight and if you need to do anything, if God's wanting you to do anything, please do it. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way in your life. Don't let Satan distract you. Come. Come. Obey the Lord. That's where I was. Good song. Listen. That's where I was, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I couldn't fix myself. But when I trusted God, God fixed me. He'll do that for you. Don't you want fixed? You can be if you trust Jesus. Up to you. Up to you. Please obey the Lord.
appreciate those good songs. Good to be here tonight. Uh, God is sure good to us. Anybody got anything on your heart you want to say before we come to a close? Or do? For the Lord. All right, let's pray much. I mean, let's really pray. Uh, in the times in my life since I've been saved, that I've really had a burden for the lost and I could really pray and pray regular and pray often and really take them to the Lord and get connected. Uh, that's been the happier times in my life because that's when I've been closer to God. Uh, if you don't have a burden for the lost, uh, humbly, humbly ask God for a burden for the lost because there are so many people that are lost and that are dying and are on their way to hell and we need to be working uh, to try to help them and reach them and be a light to them. And, and through our burden, God reaches out and he burdens the lost. Uh, when the church is burdened uh, real good and real spiritual, I've always found and noticed and, and observed that God's really working with the lost. So let's, let's try to do our part. God's the one that saves, but he's got us here for a reason. And so let's, let's do what we can. Okay. Anything else before we come to a close? It's sure good to be back. If nothing else, I'm going to ask Brother Ryan to pray dismiss. Yeah, Lord. Remind me, uh, David Fox. Now, he's not the David Fox that comes to church here and belongs to church here. It's actually his dad. When I first heard that David Fox had died, I thought it was David that was a member here. But it's actually David Fox Sr. Uh, he died and uh, going to have his funeral at uh, 1030 Friday at uh, Bailiff's in Crydersville. And so really pray. Uh, really pray for that service. Pray for me. They've asked me to to preach that funeral and uh, they uh, the family would also uh, like to have a, a funeral dinner for the family and a few friends uh, here in the fellowship hall afterwards so really remember that and pray for that and uh, but uh, pray for that service and, and if you can uh, uh, the viewing will be the day before it'll be Thursday I think from 4 to 8 if I remember right but if you can pay your respects or come to the funeral or show you love whatever you can do uh, do that, but but especially pray. All right. Anything else? All right. You live where you go.